Heroes. Thank you for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes, which this time is the podcast that never judges a man by where he drinks. Mother. Only how he holds it. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along three other members of the British Air Service. They are as follows. Frank? The podcast that's going to need a military escort. Matt? I thought you were going to call us Griffins, but uh, the only podcast that, as always, hold on to your butts. And of course I would go with the Jurassic Park quote. Why wouldn't I? You put, I, in, the, you put it in the chat before I saw the movie, and I was like, no, well, we didn't see Jurassic Park. Like, uh, this, that wasn't this When week. he said that line, I nearly leapt out of my fucking seat, and I was like, no fucking way did they write that in. He just decided to throw it out. I liked it. That was good. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> and Corey. For the record, I did type in the correct answer as an honorable mention, but my uh, actual vote was the only podcast that is the Calvary. Uh, the honorable mention that I couldn't find, but I'm going to butcher right now for me was uh, the only podcast is that is a good bunch of boys that's going to be great to die with. Yeah. We're all going to die. <laughs> We're all going to die together. That line was incredible, and I just couldn't find it like anywhere to make it make sense that I could type it out. I didn't want to be wrong, so but that was my honorable mention. We're here to talk to you about Kong Skull Island this time, but before we get into that. We have an email from our semi-fallen comrade. Semi, I like that semi-fallen, semi-fallen sequel. The sequel segment. It is sequel. He sent us an email about the Matrix. Sequel writes: What's up, guys? I haven't had a chance to see Logan yet, so I can't offer any opinions. I did read about Warner Brothers rebooting the Matrix movies, so my question to my fellow zeros is: Who should play Neo? My pick is Michael B. Jordan. May the odds be ever in your favor. Sequel. And he also emailed me a second time saying, Correction! That should read, Who should star, not who should play Neo, as this is a reboot, not a remake. I still pick Mikey B. I would just like to go on the record and say, I do not like this reboot idea. I think it's bullshit. There's plenty of story and time that you can tell stories in in The Matrix. Were there any other podcasts that you may or may not have actually been talking about this on this evening? No. Are you sure? 100%. Because I'm almost positive I heard you talk about Shit, it. Shit, I did talk about it. Yes, you're right. Okay, good. Someone brought it up. God damn it. I said it. I you did? The same thing. I only heard your part of the conversation. This is further proof that Matt doesn't even know what comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's right. I am on my third beer. But still. Good night, everyone. This will be my last podcast. Tonight? Who did this? <laughs> Who changed Equal's name already? <laughs> Me. He said semi-fallen, and I said I like that. Semi-fallen sequel, so there you go. <laughs> it's been three minutes. 30 goddamn seconds. So if we are going to reboot The Matrix, which, uh, again, for the record, I hate. Um, Duly noted. I would say uh, Cash Shane West. He's not doing anything. <laughs> I just listened to Extraordinary Gentleman and that just broke me. Oh no, wait. He mentioned that in Logan? Sequel mentioned that in an email and that's why I brought it up. What is Shane West on? Who was it? Okay. Um, well, you said you didn't listen. Yeah, no, I, I started listening to it and I heard the opening thing and I'm like, oh well, I'm, I can't give a bet now. And then I kept going through the sequel thing because I just wanted to hear what he had to say. And then I stopped because I knew spoilers were coming. Um, Chris Pratt. Uh, the kid whose name Mike on um, Stranger Things. He should play Neo. <laughs> Fuck it. Is that the main? Yep, kid? the main character. Yep, the 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 lead kid. So we're going really young. Yep, with this. do it. Fuck it. This is gonna be a messed up Matrix. <laughs> Only if Eleven runs Zion. 
Yes. Okay. No, eleven's gonna be Trinity. No, fuck that noise. I want eleven to run all of the resistance. Natalie Portman's Trinity. There it is. Ooh. Wow, that's weird. Thirty-something-year-old <laughs> woman, eleven-year-old Neo. I like it's it. It's a new I, world. I like it. Age is only age is only a concept when you were never actually born. True. That's true. So great. Can't wait to do the Matrix part <laughs> two. Matrix part one, part two. Yeah, Matrix part one, part two. That'd be so good. Yeah. There are so many good ideas that don't have movies. Like, there are literally hundreds of books that don't have movies that could, and we're make remaking the Matrix. Or God forbid someone tells an original story. I know there are no stories left to tell quote, that are unique. Quote, yeah, quote. But they're different. You yeah. Know, you know what? I thought that until I saw John Wick. Honestly, I was like, I haven't seen like a super original movie in a long time. Oh, what's this John Wick about? And then that was about the closest thing I've had in a long time. Once in a while, something surprises you. It's true. So thanks, sequel, for keeping that up. Maybe you'll see Logan at some point. That would be nice. And let us know what you thought. Maybe I'll see it too. Maybe we'll see it together, sequel. Doubt it. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> Shut that one down so fast. <laughs> the whole thing, guys. It was great. The pantomime. Really yeah, yeah, it was great. It. That 50 cal really shot out. That Z Stallion was firing. Ooh. If you would also like to send us an email and join Sequel in the weekly email brigade, send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com. I think we're probably just going to skip what we've been watching this week. I've, I, I watched. You watched something? I watched a lot of something. Okay, were they YouTube videos? No. No, although I want, I although I had Lori watch that video and she enjoyed it just as much as I did. I don't know what you're Why would you about. eat that? Uh-oh. I will send you check ketchup and chicken. It's a great video. I caught up on The Expanse, a quote hard sci-fi show on the Sci-Fi Network. It's awesome. It's so good. I've been dreaming about it, and new episode drops tonight, so I'll probably be watching it tomorrow at work. But what is hard is, sci-fi? Hard sci-fi means they try to actually do things that are possible. So so they don't time travel or travel faster than light. So Star Trek sci-fi? What do they do? Yes. Oh. They, I mean, The Expanse is involved in a... Um, basically, it's a system-wide ecosystem. So you have Earth finally spread out to the stars. They colonize the moon. They colonize Mars. They started colonizing asteroids in the belt, and then they pushed out from there. So now Mars kind of went, well, fuck off, Earth. So they became their own thing. And then the belt is kind of like, well, you treat us like assholes, so we're tar- starting a terrorist group. And it's kind of that that universe is the setting for everything. They so live Earth in the belt. Blown they are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's what it is. And it's like the, the genetic diversity of the people, because Earth, you know, people born on Earth are physically stronger because we have gravity and all this nonsense and people on the belt are like big gangly like people because they don't have the same gravity so their bones grow differently and they're like yeah it's really fun it's a really good show check it out sci-fi the first season is free on at least amazon prime or netflix one of them i'm sorry i have too many internet channels i don't know what they are anymore but one of them they are free and then if you go to sci-fi.com you can watch the current season got it so this survives for one more week. Frank. Sorry, was I supposed to let it die? I'm sorry. Kinda. Fuck. No, it's okay. I was watch Rebels. I watched. <laughs> I watched go. Swiss Army Man. That was okay. And it was funny. And Breath of the Wild. Corey, anything? Yeah, I caught up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, 
I pretty much let the entire season happen before I really started watching it, but it was pretty funny. It wasn't as funny as, like, their prime, but it was better than the last couple seasons have been, so <laughs> that was good. And I am caught up on the Arrow, and the Arrow got bad again. <laughs> good job, guys. When did it get I, good again? I the, open, the opening couple episodes of this season, minus a few really ridiculous gadgets, was starting to get good, and now this, like... I'm Oliver Queen, the mayor, and Oliver Queen, the arrow, is like, just stop. Just, you need to stop. It's the perfect cover. Hang it up. Go ahead, man. Uh, I don't know where else to put this, so I'm going to put it here, because I feel like it makes sense. That's what she said. Um, Polygon replaced an article that says, Spider-Man 3 footage is being used for the trailer of the upcoming space movie Life. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that trailer, but they, like, find life on Mars, and then it starts killing them. Oh, yeah. Right. Ryan Reynolds? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, there's some footage from Spider-Man 3, one of your favorite movies with Tobey Maguire, Frank, um, is being reused in that movie. So people are speculating that they're actually trying to spin out a new, like, superhero thing using life as, like, the the spark. And uh, Reddit user Too Much Soul has been putting together the pieces. And it's a a quick article, but it's interesting that they, they think that there might be more reused scenes in the movie. But there's a bunch in the trailer, so... And I watched three lighthearted, kind of stupid movies. I watched Due Date, Dirty Grandpa, and the Entourage movie. Entourage movie was by far the best of the three, but that's because I love that show. I watched Fantastic Beats, Bad Moms, and uh, Mrs. Peregrine's School for Peculiar Children as well. And that's what we've been watching for one more week. I'll let it die next time, Frank. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give it a Viking funeral. Ooh, do you want to shoot the arrow? We'll put some really bad DVDs <laughs> on, like, a little raft. I got a lot of bad DVDs upstairs. The ones Perfect. that Seagull had. <laughs> the <laughs> whole box. Just use that as the boat. <laughs> no, he's already sold those oh, for, yeah, uh, fuck. What did he buy with that? Deadpool. Deadpool. And a bunch of other ones. He on sold, the like, 40 movies. They <laughs> Deadpool. I mean, still worth it. But it's true. <laughs> worth it. Considering what was left in that box after we pillaged it? Yeah. Let's do our movie facts for Kong Skull Island. The movie's name, which I just said, is Kong Skull Island. It's a new release movie. It's rated PG-13, and it's one hour and 58 minutes long. It was directed by Jordan Vogt-Roberts. I might be pronouncing that wrong. It's V-O-G-T. The Roberts part I'm pretty sure I nailed. (laughs) (laughs) That initial joke went right over my head. Okay, I'm ready. I'm back, guys. He directed The Kings of Summer as his only feature film. He also directed the comedy special for Nick Offerman, American Ham. He directed a TV show called Single Dads, and then he did like a few episodes of a bunch of other TV shows. The movie stars Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, John Goodman, Corey Hawkins, John Ortiz, Tian Jing, and Toby Kebbell. The budget for the movie was $185 million. Wow. As of right now, which is basically open weekend, it's made $146 million, $61 million domestic. It'll be fine. It's the number one movie. Yeah. It knocked Logan out of its place, which shocks me. Logan's at like 400 something million right now, so oh, Logan's yeah. not worried. Logan is not. <laughs> Logan's not worried! The scores for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie an 80%. Certified fresh. The audience gave it a 76%. 
Yeah, close. IMDb gave it a 7.2 out of 10. And the ever-popular Metacritic... 36. It has a 6 in it. Gave this movie a 62. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Always guess. 69. Always guess 69. It'll be hilarious yep. when you, you know, guess right. And the user score on Metacritic was a 7.2. That's all I have for the movie facts. Let's go to our general thoughts about the movie before we spoil everything. I'm going to go to Matt first to find out what we're going to learn about this week. <laughs> it's a doozy. Yeah, here we go. Anamorphous. Fuck. Well... That was that made it fast. Well, I can't win. I can't win both bets in a week. <laughs> Anamorphous is a distorted projection or perspective requiring the viewer to use special devices or occupy a specific vantage point or both to reconstitute the image. The word anamorphous is derived from the Greek prefix ana, meaning back or again, and the word morphe, meaning shape or form. An optical anamorphism is a visualization of mathematical occupation called the infinite trans- transformation. The process of extreme anapomorphous has been used by artists to disguise characters, erotic or scantological scenes, and other furative images from the casual viewer while revealing an undistorted image to the knowledgeable spectator. So the people hiding in the bricks. And I also, actually, also the art when they walked yeah. in, they saw the story. I, I actually... One of us should probably should have guessed that he was ranting and raving about how awesome that was for weeks. Who did? Motherfuckers don't listen. How does he guess? How does he pick it? We don't know. We don't know. We're still trying to pick it. We're still trying to figure it out. You just started. No, I didn't just start. This is like fourth, third, third. And how many episodes are we in? Going to (laughs) Joe. Ding. This will be forty-two. Yeah, it's a tenth. Ten away from a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Nate will be here. So we get to hear your shitty guesses, or what? My guess was that you would talk about Icarus. Interesting. Monarch Project. Interesting. Skull Crawlers. Interesting. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> We're just starting this bet. We, we have to, like... <laughs> yeah, you're going to zero in. It's fine. No, so no, you, have, you have no idea how long I searched for the name of that. Yeah. That's what I wanted... And I had to search so many weird sentences on Google to finally find that. I was like, weird shit hanging from walls that makes picture. <laughs> scroll through images, scroll through images. Oh, that's one. Click, 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 click. Oh, this artist does it. Oh, this is what he calls it. All right, I have to go to two more of you for actual opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. I thought this movie was okay. Um, there were a bunch of parts in it, though, that I was I felt like the movie dragged a bit. Which, as you astutely pointed out during our last episode, is not a good thing for a movie to do. And I think that one of the things that this movie suffers from, but also benefits from in the same way, is recycling things that we've all we've seen a lot. Um, the way that the pictures are taken to make it feel like it's right at the end of Vietnam. Um, the music that they use to say, hey, we're in a helicopter during Vietnam. <laughs> These are things that, like, any... Every time you watch any movie based in and around Vietnam, these are the things you hear. So, I can't tell if that was a good choice or a bad choice yet. I kind of, I guess we'll open that up later. In their defense, I feel like all movies are doing this shit now. They are. Guardians of the Galaxy opened up a Pandora's box, and everybody's pulling something out. That's true. Well, Guardians wasn't displaying the 
<coughs> time period by using the... Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah, they were. Never mind. It happens in the past and the beginning. Yeah. I was uh, like, they're in space in the future. This doesn't make any sense. Well, they're in space <laughs> in the present, but yeah. Uh, so Guardians opened the Pandora's box, and they and every other movie has just gone ham, whether it just is in the trailers or in the movie itself. Yeah, but every scene where Forrest Gump is in Vietnam, yeah. they're playing those songs. No, I get it. I'm just saying... Back then, it wasn't a thing. Guardians made it a thing. Okay. It's just a really lazy trope to set time periods. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. They're like, what was the number one hit song in this year? Let's play hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 we gotta get out of this place. Mike, what about you? Um, I really wanted this movie to be amazing. It was okay. I was a little bored. Uh, during some parts of it, but for the most part, it was okay. It was it was nothing like crazy, big monkeys. Yeah, um, an agreement. Um, this movie was okay. Tom Hiddleston was awesome because um, I've grown used to that. I expected no less. And this isn't really my kind of movie. These kind of movies, my little game is I try to figure out who's going to live and who's going to die. <laughs> Did you win? No. Some of them. <laughs> nice. I got some right. And yeah, some of the choices they made are weird and the movie does drag a little bit. It's just not that interesting. From here on out, we're going to spoil Kong Skull Island, so if you've not seen it yet and you want to, and you don't want us to tell you what happens, go see it now. Check it out. Or soon, you know, but see it before you finish listening it's to this episode. It's got a giant primate in it. At least one. Great use of at least. Thank you. Alright, spoilers. Let's do this. We already talked about Twice. What? What? <laughs> I just thought it was funny how no one had anything to start this off with. No. I just always assumed the defensive position. I just pull my shield up and just wait for the bullets to fly in. Um. <laughs> well, Matt, we have no idea what you thought about this movie. You never will. <laughs> um, <until> challenge. Challenge. <laughs> so. <laughs> <Jump>. Rating. <laughs> um, this movie does super weird timing. The beats that it hits doesn't feel normal to me. And what I mean is, like, I felt like we got to Skull Island in a fairly short bit of time. I like that part. No, I did. Lo- I like that, too. But then we get to Skull Island, and it takes fucking forever for something else important to happen. Like, it's not like other things aren't happening, but something important to happen to be like, okay, cool, I'm back in. Like... Huge spiders that have legs that look like bamboo sticks. Yeah, it's a cool visual, but it does nothing for the story. So, what? Like, what's the point? The point is showing how deadly the island is. Yeah, fine. Because they're like, Kong's not the only one. He's just the god or the king or whatever. He's the best one. Yes. yes. Everything else sucks. Except those water buffalo. They were okay. Yeah, they were cool. And the they must have been skull crawlers. Those don't suck. They're kind of dangerous. At least well, the big one was. Well, they definitely suck because they're dangerous. <laughs> it did answer a question I've had for a while, which is, what did these motherfuckers eat? Each other. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't shown in Godzilla. But this movie decided to show it, and I was very excited, and then I wanted sushi really bad. I was like... <laughs> Not calamari? Mm, no, I wanted sushi because that shit was alive. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's eating the Kraken thing. Cool. I want sushi. He like slurped it like spaghetti. Yeah, he was like, and it was like crawling around his face, and he just slurped it down. I was like, he didn't even chew that shit. <laughs> he took the rest of it with him, right? Yeah, he dragged he it okay. behind him. 
I was I, watching that scene and I'm like, how are you still standing in the water right now? Get out of the water. He beat the fucking thing. No, I mean the Toby Kebbell, the Chapman, the human. Oh, I'm yeah. like, well, you probably Doc, shouldn't uh, be in the water anymore. Dr. Doom? Yes, Dr. Doom. <laughs> Go by his, his Christian name. <laughs> you mean Victor? I hate <clears throat> that fucking movie. <laughs> Wait, holy shit, that's together. Dr. Doom? Yeah, that's Dr. Doom. Oh, yeah, dear Christ. Together he haunts my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you would have picked up on that. He was the best I saw him and I went, that movie. triggered. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, uh, my eyes are closing. <laughs> Is the screen red for anyone else? You know what, I just keep imagining that it's Adam Driver. That's Dr. Doom in the fan four stick. I do. You keep thinking it's Adam I Driver. No place we can go. <laughs> I'm going to finish what you started. <laughs> what does that even mean? You've oh. been here for three months. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong wrong movie. I'm going to go back to... I'm going to go back to uh, zero. We can't get away from it. It's like the Silver Surfer. Someday. You're the one who does it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it if, the, if it wasn't there, Joe. I can't just leave it sitting on the Throw shelf. some palm trees out. It's like, it's like money on the internet. You can't just leave it there. Yeah, exactly. i got to pick it up. Fuck. <laughs> it's like little delicious apples. Throw some palm trees out. It's like bananas growing on the side of the road. You gotta pick them and eat them. Who cares whose they are? I also had a slight problem with one of the plots of this movie. And that is the weird, like, war crazed. I'm not gonna run away from this island. I'm gonna go get more explosives and kill King Kong. I had oh, the a walking cliche semi-villain. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a problem with that issue, too. And the thing is, like, I guess they felt the need to have a villain, because Kong... They did not they did not even attempt to make Kong the bad guy in this, at any point. Like, immediately after well, all the helicopters the helicopter down, attack, he's definitely the villain in that part. He was an adversary. But by, the, but by the time you really see Kong again, that's wiped away. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, it's... But they don't try to, like make it continue to be oh Kong's the bad guy. So one person's just misunderstanding what Kong is. No, he's just like a PTSD war vet he's who just wants, railroading it. Yeah. He it felt way too forced for me. Honestly I would say that it wasn't even washed away after the fight. I would say it's washed away during the fight when Kong grabs a Huey and cuts his hand. Mm. And you see him like look at his hand and like the pain in his eyes and I'm like Oh, jeez, he doesn't know. Oh, wow, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, <clears throat> big-ass monkey. Like, when he did that and he looked at his hand, his hand was all chopped up, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right, he doesn't know what's going on right now. People have sticks. That was a great line, though, when the guys were like, we used to throw bombs and we were soldiers, now we're scientists. <laughs> it's like, uh... We're scientists. Uh, great line, guys. You're killing it. I also... <laughs> So, are, and, and, and I do understand that those size, those seismic charges weren't actually seismic charges. They were just straight up bombs that they yes, put the wrong they were, No, they were seismic charges. Because they had them, you saw the screen. But the point of the seismic charges was lied about. They were trying to flush things out. No, it didn't take very long. No, it didn't. Because he wasn't, he wasn't in there. You know what I'm saying? The hollow earth theory was just like where they've been. He's not in there. He was fucking around on the island already, because... Well, I thought the, that was just kind of a secondary thing. Like, well, we know this big creature exists, so let's find it. And, oh, by the way, we think it might be a hollow earth thing. So, like, 
he like you said he's out already, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's just sec- that's just proving a point of where it may have come from. You know what I mean? Like they have a th- they think that Khan's there. They think something big and angry is there already. So they're going to use bombs to flush it out. And if by happenstance they can find out that there's Hollow Earth, then awesome. Yeah, I think they were proving the Hollow Earth thing with the seismic charges and also it was like a two for one, two birds, one stone type of thing. Bang, big explosions, Kong's going to come running and also bang, big explosions that bounce images back and hey look, it is hollow under here. It's really Three hollow. birds with one stone because then you wake up the evil, evil, angry monsters. Which they didn't know about. They didn't. Yeah. True. But yeah, the third bird. So many free. plot points from the Buy two, stupid two, get one free. Two, get one free. Or, or buy one, get, get two, two free. free. Oh yeah, there you go. How do we like the way he looked? Kong? Ooh, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up, Frank. Well, it looked fun. I kind of wanted a little more monkey out of him. Or a little, I'm sorry, a little more gorilla out of him. Right? Okay, cool. So I, he was not a gorilla. I don't know what he was, and I looked up a lot of hominids... He was not a gorilla. In the 2005 movie, he was. He was a straight-up, giant fucking gorilla. In this, he was almost completely bipedal. Yeah, that's he, actually what threw, that's what threw me off. He never knuckle... He almost never knuckle-walked. Mm-hmm. He never brachiated. And he did a lot of things that gorillas are incapable of. It, he walked more like a yeti than he did like a gorilla. Right, right. He was like a, he was like a Sasquatch, is what he was. I mean, is he supposed to be, like, super smart, though? Like he's monkey, he's monkey smart. I mean, he's yeah. smart for a. He's caveman. intuitive. Yeah, he understands. He's, he's above an animal, but he's not equal to a human. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are gorillas in the world that can straight up have conversations with humans. Right. So, assuming assuming for just a moment that King Kong is strictly supposed to be an oversized gorilla, that means he would have the exact same amount of mental capacity. So, with enough time and training and bananas. And probably oversized bananas, I assume, we could communicate. I think he only likes octopi. It's probably and true. And people. They didn't eat anybody. He ate nobody. Yes, oh, they ate... But he was just screaming, the thing comes down, and, then, mean, they get, and then the guy gonna, gets a bite out of a sandwich. We are we going to imply that he closed his mouth and the, the, no. the human bounced off his lips? No, God, no. No, he ate that guy. He probably... <laughs> he eats bad things. That's what he eats. It's convenient that some of those bad things are tastier than others. Calamar is probably tastier than a Vietnam soldier. Yeah, he's probably like this guy's bony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's a lot of chewing for this guy. <laughs> so, it's, a ga- it's a little gamey for me. So after learning that the original Kong, or excuse me, not the original Kong, the 2005 Kong was a straight-up gorilla, and this guy is more than gorilla, I'm going to say that that... I haven't watched Kong yet. I tried... I started and I went, holy shit, this movie is dragging. And Naomi Watts is in it. So for me to say that, that's pretty powerful. Um, <laughs> it's a bad movie. It's it's not great. Uh, I watched the scene, a fight scene between him and like a pack of T-Rex monsters. And I was like, this is what I wanted to watch. And I was like, oh, he's a straight up fucking 40 foot tall gorilla. Mm. Great. So I think that he was one of the parents. That was dead. And that this Kong is his kid. Okay. Did he mate with a human? No, he mated with another gorilla, whatever it is. Yeah, the the the, the storyline's a little bit twisted because that's entirely possible. But then you see all of then you get to the 
Kong's family graveyard. Um, and there's more than one. Like those, two. yeah, those two. yeah, those could have been the parents too. Right, that's you know, so what I'm saying. They don't say though. when they died, or or, or mm. so, so that was 1933. This is 1973. So it's 40 years there. That's a that's a big span of time. But they're not. They didn't kill Kong in New York City to drag his ass back to the island and throw but him did on. they kill him in New York City? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I didn't see the end of the Because assen- it's essentially a, re- a rehashing of the original story. He climbs up the Empire State Building. They gun him down. They gun him down. He falls. Jack Black delivers the great line, It wasn't man that killed the beast. It was love. And then the movie goes black. <laughs> because fuck that movie, honestly. That movie's not real. It sounds bad from that it very sounds, short yeah. description. Okay, so... Wasn't great. See, I thought it was all part of the same thing, so I'm trying to link it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that there... I think, I think this is a retelling yeah. of, like, a reboot okay. of Kong. It could be a reboot, but even if we assume that it is, or let ourselves assume that it's in the same continuum of a story, what those skeletons prove is that there's more than one giant ape. Right, or... He just was, happens to be the last of his kind now. Right, exactly. Or this is... That was a brother, cousin, sister, yeah. whatever. Not a sister, but... I also like sense. that they really didn't. They really didn't hit the the whole weird um, animality love story thing. Yeah, they 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 had a like a ooh un poquito amount of it. Yeah, where it was like, oh, Captain Marvel, let me get you. Here you go. Let me ooh. crush you in my hand. Let me crush you in my hand. I'm gonna put you down here so you, you continue go. to be a block of wood. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> put you down here. There you go. Good. Be a good girl good instead of. Ah, you have yellow hair and blue eyes. Uh, monkey. Wow. <laughs> there wasn't an obsession, but there was also the ta- the moment with her and Hiddleston up at the top, and he, like, walks over. I like, think he just respected, like, the fact that they were new and they were doing the right thing. Yeah. As opposed to, uh... Well, exactly. So, like, there was, like, the moments where they, you could make an argument, like, oh, that... Traces back to that weird love story that yeah, King Kong, right. or, lo- or obsession with women that King Kong always has, but they, they don't, didn't hit. They didn't hit it as hard as they I did think in the it's other movie because yeah. he like respects her as being a good person because she he saw her trying to help the the water buffalo or whatever that's being crushed yeah. by the helicopter. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, you're not an enemy. You're not bad. You're, right. you're good." You good. Woman yeah. good. You were trying to help my, my little goats. Which, when I saw how big they were compared to him, I was like, oh, shit. He's big. Yeah, even when he was just standing there with the, with the helicopter in his hand. Like, this, that helicopter looked like the fucking trucks, the Hess trucks from Christmas time in yeah. our hands. Yeah, it was, he's huge. I think he's bigger than the Kong was in... Uh, in 2005. Yeah. Joe was singing the hash truck for all the people. How did you all know? Because <laughs> we were all doing great, it too, You have a great uh, mouth, Joe. That's what she said. Wow. What did that mouth do? <laughs> Sing the hash truck theme song. <laughs> oh. He killed it. That's all it does. Did the spider creep, creep That's you it. Out? That's the only thing. No. She lobs much scarier from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That giant spider was not as scary as she loves. is. It just had long legs. Yeah, really? like like ridiculously long legs and really sharp things. It's yeah, Tala shooting on its belly. But they got they like got through it pretty e- easily. Like of all of like the weird things that they stumbled across on this island that killed them or tried to kill them, like that was by far the easiest 
thing that they came across, which makes sense. It was one of the first things they came across outside of... They couldn't shoot birds down. Those birds were... Like chainsaw face Yeah, birds. terrifying. Those birds made the pterodactyls from Jurassic World look like chumps. That's for true. I was looking at them like, those look like uh, the Dimorphodons. And then they weren't. They had like points on their heads. I was like, oh fuck, I don't know what those are. And they took that dude's (laughs) arm clean off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to save this guy. Nope. Nope. No, they're not. That was actually one of the only super cool visuals in the whole movie. When it's like sunset, so you can't really see the tree. You just see like a full-looking tree. And he's sniping in on that one. He blows his head off. And... All of the leaves fly off, and it's those those things. I thought that was a really cool visual. Yeah, it was. The rest of it I could take or leave as far as, like, visually, but that one in particular, I was like, uh, okay. The 50 cal on the giant triceratops skull was fucking awesome. Yeah, it shot, like, six rounds and then was fucking destroyed, No, 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 but he posted up on the skull, and I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Dylan. That's what I thought. I was thinking about the, that movie watching this. I accept reason. that. Yeah. She, the the pictures that they took was fucking cool. Because they were all, um, they were all like actual, not actual, they were all photos that I could envision actually being in a Time article. Yeah. Like they, they were, they did a good job, again, whether it's tropey or not is up for debate, but at picking out like, framing those photos and, like, posing the people to, for those photos as if it was, like, real-time action shots from the Vietnam. from Vietnam. I mean, they have... Peace signs. Yeah, the peace signs. The guys that just really want to go home, but they're having a decent time on the boat. Like, those are all pictures I, I feel like I've seen in my history books. Yeah. I hated those scenes. Really? No, I think they were tropey, and I think they were pointless. Just because they were so corny and trope. Just because, like, she's like, I'm having a great time, not I'm taking pictures, I'm laughing and smiling, and the rest of the movie, nothing. But the thing is, like, she's purposefully there to shit all over the parade of whatever it is that they're doing. So for her to be having that much fun is kind of disingenuous right out the gate. That seemed pretty ingenuous on her face. That's the. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, she seemed like she was actually happy. Yeah. But the, her whole point of being there, she's literally, about an hour later, says, I'm an anti-war photographer. Okay. Good. So, what are you doing trying to connect <laughs> with these soldiers who you apparently hate? What are you doing? I heard that there was going to be a giant monkey, so... She doesn't say hate soldiers. She hates war. I guess that's fair. It's not their fault that they have a crazy Samuel L. Jackson commander who's like, yeah, I'm going to volunteer him for something right before they're about to go home. God, I hate that. Stop loss is what they're calling and that, my friends, is right about the time that they, in Vietnam, they would let their leaders go in front of them and then roll the grenade behind them to blow them up from behind so they could go home and be like, our leader died, so can't continue, went home. Like, that, there are actual accounts of that shit happening in Vietnam. That shit would have happened to Samuel Ellis if yeah. this actually took place. And they got blown up? Like, there's no way that many soldiers is just going to continue to follow them. Yeah, especially towards the end of the movie, the fact that... When they know that Chapman's dead, once they know that Chapman's dead, they're All like... Right, time to go home? Yeah, fuck like, fuck he this doesn't want to leave this This place. changes nothing. Oh, yeah, it changes pretty much about everything. Yeah, because you kept saying, let's get Chapman, let's get Chapman, and now it's, let's get the bomb so he can blow up the monkey. It's like, we should just go. 
Oh, so you're just fucking crazy. Got it. Yeah, we're, peace. We're out. Oh, you see that? That blood. That means it can bleed. And if it can bleed, we can kill it. <laughs> uh, Eventually, sir. Maybe. With all of our helicopters unloading on this thing, we didn't make a fucking dent. He's the worst part of this movie, Samuel Jackson's character. Even in the face of seeing all the quote-unquote skull crawlers being released, and Kong's just laying there as their savior, he's like, still about to blow him up. And yeah, that, I'm like... I'm like, I'm like this like, is the least believable character ever, I guess. I Or I don't know enough crazy people, but... <laughs> That's insane to be that single-minded and not recognize when your situation has changed. But, like, how? He doesn't give a shit at that point. He doesn't care, because he's going to die anyways. He's accepted he's not going anywhere. Like, he brought all of his boys there. On a suicide mission. It was a suicide mission. They weren't getting out. Like, they were all standing there with watching him hold, like, the remote in his hand. What did they think was going to happen? They were all going to go. Samuel L. Jackson did do his classic try to squeeze motherfucker in. He tries to squeeze his motherfucker in every movie he's ever done. Usually they let him. Where did this happen? Last line. He's like, mother... Sorry. Oh yeah, I did catch that. He, yeah, he, he starts to say motherfucker right as comic smushes him. And then in episode three, he yells mother as Palpatine's throwing him out a window. It's a fact. I don't remember that. Don't Watch it again. Go watch it tonight instead of I mean, it's, it's, it's etched onto his lightsaber somewhere. Is it really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Bad motherfucker, probably. Fetch <laughs> me my lightsaber. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's also purple. Well, fuck me sideways. <laughs> Guys, we fit our Star Wars reference in. Good for us. Killed the Star Wars reference for the day. You're welcome, Camden. And sorry, Alex. Not yet. <laughs> We haven't gone there yet. Um, so we haven't touched on it yet, so we might as well jump right into it. John C. Riley, love him or hate him, where, uh, where are we at? Honestly, with I I really enjoy him in serious roles. I'm gonna challenge. This was a semi-serious role, but I like him. Like he he kind of saved the movie for me because there was not enough Tom Hilston being awesome without John C. Riley providing some sort of comic relief, because everyone else in this movie kind of sucks. In non-comedies. He lightens any role he's yeah, in, yeah. but in non-comedies, we'll say. That's fair. Okay. Because I actually started watching, oh god, what's the name of it, Gangs of New York yesterday, and he's in that, too, in a non-comedy movie, and he, he that's just throws his, a little cutesy That's just his stick, that's his yeah. thing, that's his, that's his role. I'm a little disappointed that the two best parts of this movie spend the entire spend the majority of this movie together. If you're going to split the party, you should probably have a strong suit on either end, right? Yeah. Like Tom Hiddleston should have been stuck with Samuel L. for a while, and John C. Riley catches like a bunch of the soldiers and what's her face? I don't even know what what Brie her character Larson. Name. Brie, I know that, but what's her uh, character's name? I don't even know. No idea. Mason something. She was boring. Yes. Um. <laughs> Like that should like that would have made more sense to me, but instead they let Tom Hiddleston have, you know, the love interest, if you can say that, and they got to meet John C. Riley. Like every time they were on screen, I was like, okay, this movie is doable, and then they switched back to Samuel L. for a couple minutes, and be like, this movie isn't doable anymore. <laughs> I I just had such a hard time with it, and like you said, like what your quote was going to be, was probably one of the better parts of this movie. Here's a bunch of We're going to die together. 
You can go west, you can go north, you can go northwest, hell, you could even go south. But east? Well, you shouldn't go east. Oh, what the hell do I know? I've only been on this island for 28 years. We're all going to die together. I think we should listen to him. No, shut up. Basically. Oh, God. We're all dead. I like that they did the, um... They did the trope of two soldiers from opposing sides being forced to be together in a weird circumstance, become friends. Gunpei. Because I thought, I thought originally that he had died at in that moment that they showed in the flashback, and I was like, oh, Kong ate him, and that's how he gets the sword, because I've seen the trailers, I saw him with the katana and everything. I was like, oh, he gets the sword from, you know, the, the dead guy, and then you find out that he just <laughs> recently died, and I was like... Oh, I like that trope better. Yeah, it's a, it was a little bit of a better story. I'm kind of upset we didn't get to meet Gunpei. Yeah, me too. Well, because he could have replaced, easily replaced one of the uninteresting characters we had, like all of the soldiers. No, the soldiers were fine. Some I think it was were, the monarch guys that sucked. Some of them were okay. The monarch guys definitely sucked. Yeah, the uh, the the two younger monarch people sucked, and uh, John. Oh Goodman, yeah, John Goodman sure. was great. They killed John Goodman earlier, Wait, way earlier than I thought they were going to yeah. kill him. I also like totally Brian forgot Hansen. Monarch was a thing during the beginning of that movie. I'm like, Monarch? What's Monarch? Like, it didn't register That's to a me. butterfly. Until he said his spiel, and I was like, oh, fuck, I totally forgot this is part of the same fucking universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I remembered, but I forgot until I remembered again. And I was like, oh, shit, they're really driving the nails in hard. The L-stat people were completely fucking useless. Right? L-stat, L-sat. The ones in the blue jackets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there, the, there was the Monarch team, and then there was the, the other science yeah. team. I want to say it was L-stat or L-sat, something like that. Um, they were stat L-stat. What year does Godzilla take place? What year? Yeah. Whatever year the movie came out, Wait. 2016. Oh, so it's like that far into the future? Mm-hmm. Don't they want these two to fight? Yeah. Well, they don't work that. Well, maybe you're assuming that a giant movie. gorilla doesn't have a different lifespan than a regular gorilla? No, I mean... I don't know. Great. Good maybe, talk, Frank. Maybe they killed him? I, <laughs> I mean, if we're going along the lines of the King Kong from the Jack Black movie is somehow related to this one, they must live for fucking ever yeah. because... That movie happens in 1920s. It's the Roaring Twenties, really. Like, so if they're related in any right. way, shape, or form, and they even make a throw, they also have a throwaway line where um, John C. Riley says he's still growing. So it's not like King yeah. Kong is fully matured yeah. yet either. They, they, they said, "You better hope he grows." Yeah, because that was that, that. That's the line that I think was more. It was the whole line, but. That's the line where I was like, they were hitting in the nail that this guy's going to fucking fight Godzilla, so get ready for that shit. Does it make you excited for that? Yes. That movie's going to be a CGI wonderland. <laughs> I'm not, You're not wrong excited about for that. that. <laughs> yeah. I thought this movie would make me more it's, excited uh, for that. It's Pokemon Battles at 10 stories tall. You're not Ooh. wrong. You're not wrong. I want to have a trainer for each of them just yelling commands. That's the guy who says, Godzilla tail whip. Let them fight. Donkey Kong versus Skull Crush. Boom. Take that pine tree, make it into a bat. Super effective. Dead. Oh my god. Who wins that fight? Godzilla versus King Kong? Yeah. It ends in like a rocky freeze frame punch. I hope so, because I can't pick a winner. But if I had to pick one, like gun to my head, I'd say Godzilla. Godzilla's got radiation breath. I'm sorry. Bye King Kong. 
Sorry. And the way he used the radiation breath in that movie was incredible. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Did he fly away with it? He ripped no, the no, he's done that before. Oh. <laughs> he uses it as a jetpack. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In that movie, you never saw Godzilla eat. Yeah. And I'm like, what does he eat? That's true. I'm glad King Kong ate something. It made me feel better. For the record, I know we'll have to do it one day, but I enjoyed Godzilla. I didn't see it. It's not the best movie in the world. I'm not saying it is. The recent one? Yeah. That movie sucked. <laughs> Didn't. Did not suck. Both of our opinions are different. Yep, they sure but are. neither one is more valid than the other. I didn't say yours was <laughs> less valid. I'm just saying it did not suck. I'm going to say Kong wins just because I think he's smarter than that. Well, that's the thing. Now you're doing brawn of Godzilla just being brute force, having essentially a magical power... Versus a quasi-human-like almost, almost intelligence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Kong did put in work with the things that he had at his disposal on that island. Yeah. He used full palm trees as javelins to take out a bunch of helicopters. He ripped off all the branches to turn one tree into a bat. He got wrapped up and changed and then used it as a, like a mace. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Like, he's not messed... Like, he is all... Like any other gorilla... Willing to and going to use the tools that they And you could see he almost couldn't put that together why it was working in the chain. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, I was like, oh, if he was smart, he would keep grabbing this thing. But to him, he was like, this is working, but I don't know why. And then when it, like, stopped working, he was like, fuck this. Boom, 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 I thought he was going to do what Kong does in the last, the 2005, whenever it came out. Where, so in, in that movie, he breaks a. T-Rex's... The way he kills the T-Rex is just by ripping, his, ripping yeah. the jaw off mm-hmm. and then walking away. I thought he was going to do that to one of the skull crashers at one I point. I would love that. Because it, he, it looks like he's trying. Like, he was gonna, yeah. Like maybe he had he'll to do that position. Yeah. And then what he does is he like slams the jaw shut and knocks his head into the mountain. I'm like, no, you should have just kept going. If you had just kept going, this would be over. When he tore the one's brain out, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. It was like grabbing with the tongue and he was like, you know what? Let's see what this is connected to. Yeah. And you know what's funny is it's like, that would happen, because that's how it works. It's weaker when it's used, you know what I'm saying? So you could... I almost kind of wish that there was a moment after he rips it out, that he's like... (laughs) 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 No. It's not a tentacle. No, no, it's good as the calamari. (laughs) (laughs) He gets smarter after he gets it. It's like the Highlander, he's got to kill all the monsters to get smarter. <laughs> then lightning comes, strikes him, strikes me down. That's getting a reboot soon. Everyone excited news. about that? Oh yeah. I mean, there can only be one. Oh. I wish there was only one. <laughs> I liked how short it was. I, that's a problem. It could have been short. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was short. I really didn't feel like it was short. It was kind of short. How short? What, what was the runtime? You didn't put the runtime on the radio. fifty-eight minutes. Did you say that? Yes. yes God damn it, I miss it every time. Hour 58? Yep. Nah. Especially I mean, two hours. There's yeah. a couple parts where I was like, is this really going on as long as it is? But whatever. The, when the party split up. Yeah. When the party split up, before they run into John C. Riley, that's the easily the most draggy part of this whole thing. Any scene with Samuel L. Jackson leading the soldiers also is bad. the most draggy part. Also the movie. <laughs> Nice Originally, I thought my uh, my quote was going to be about the boomy hat that he was wearing, but I decided the perspective art was better. Mm. Rip Harambe. 
No Harambe. Oh shit, the Harambe. Fuck. <laughs> no gorilla. No gorilla penis. Were there any Harambe bits? No. No, right? I was actively listening for them. Shit. None. I expected it from John C. Riley. Take the shot. Actually, no, that wouldn't have made sense. He's out of touch with everything. Yeah. Not that Harambe happened yet in this True. timeline, but... Yeah, but Samuel L. Jackson was definitely setting his character up to say, take the shot. <laughs> so, like, yeah. the fact that he didn't... There might be there might be a piece of footage where he... It's does, probably where on the cutting room floor. Where, yeah, where there is a Harambe reference. So we have I mean, to wait for Amazon to well, give us the extended yeah. version. The director's cut. I mean, he had a Jurassic Park quote, so I imagine a Harambe reference got in there somehow. I'm still annoyed they used that. Even when um, so I, I. I missed it, I missed it. When was it? It's when they left off the uh, the ship. No. And as always, hang on to your butts. Oh, right. Jesus, I was fine. Why? I don't know. Especially since they were a heli, uh, they were a helicopter unit. It's like they should all know what the fuck to do. Yeah, but they had a lot of civilians on board. Right, but then why would he I say, just feel as like always. I just feel like he's talking to. No, no, you're right, because he says, as always. As always, exactly. I did, one of the few parts of this movie where Samuel L. Jackson was passable to decent was when they were flying through the storm. I kind of liked that. Like, he's like, everybody's kind of freaked out, they're going through a bad storm, and he's telling the story of Icarus. I kind of liked that. He's fine in this movie up until after he sits down with John Goodman on the rocks. Okay, fair. Yeah. He is fine as a character. I yep. understand that he just wants more action because he's one of those guys in the military. I get he's it. He's got nothing else for him. Yeah. yeah. And then after that scene, he just starts going insane and single-minded. And literally. Just, literally oh, insane. Falls apart for me there. And I feel like they could have, like... They could have done, like, one or two really simple steps to make that better. So, like, Tom Hiddleston is like, you don't know what you're going to encounter. You could die of malaria. And all the other uncharted diseases from these desert island, from these desolate islands, you don't know. Like if they had at one point had Samuel like taking like the wrap off of his like head, and like he had like a bite on his neck that was kind of swollen that could be like, oh, he's got some weird island disease that's gonna fuck with his brain. Like that, like could you could have written that off? Like why he went so insane so quick? They could have used that, yeah. Like that, that would have been good enough for me to be like, oh, okay. He's just actually going insane and isn't in control of it. It would have been stupid, but it would have made more sense. Yes. I'm not saying it would have made the movie good. I'm simply saying it would have let me give him more of a pass than I'm willing to give him for this. For God's sakes, he's Mace Windu. So since this is derailed... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We got a... Uh, we got one Twitter question. Ooh. From Mitch. No, it's from Veronica, and she posts... Just a picture of Tom Hiddleston pointing at his pants with a question mark, which means that how did Tom Hiddleston's pants stay completely clean throughout this entire island adventure? Tom Hiddleston. Challenge accepted. I, I don't know what... I, I need to see this. Wow, his pants are remarkably clean. They are pristine. Yeah, apparently there's a bunch of little uh, errors if you really get into it. Like, the fight with Kong starts in the sun... in, in, in sundown, and in sunset... And then becomes bright day. Which which fight with Kong? The with helicopters. Okay. Yeah. And it's like continuity. Yeah, it's like I don't know how we did this. We're 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 it's the golden age of movies, people. How did this slip through the cracks? That's a good point. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice. So I guess it's that. And the thing is, if you really think about it hard, you can justify it. 
you could be like, you know, there's a lot of mountain. Like there was mountains all around. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes the the shot's going to be at a different angle where the sun's going to be different, but the color should be the same. So. Yeah, for sure. It's just uh, whatever. I don't care. It was still fine. It was fun. It was a fun movie. This is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. Everything's fine. The house is on fire. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Smoke's coming. We don't over. need no one. Ah, let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. It's raining Matt again. Is doing his interpretive Something. dance for "Burn, motherfuckers, burn." I thought it was "It's raining, man." No, that's this. That's that. Oh, it's the the they're close. They're close. They, they share. Okay, they both have spear fingers. Wait, what was what was it? So I'm assuming that we're done with this. Rated. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so since we're done reviewing or we're done talking about it, we're now going to rate it using our rating system of Infinity Stones. We give. Each movie, a score from one to six Infinity Stones. One is the lowest, six is the highest. If you give a movie six stones, you have the option to include an Infinity Gauntlet with it, which is the highest possible score. Let's kick it over to Frank. Um, I expected a little bit more than what I got out of this movie. Uh, I'm going to go with three and a half stones. I think that's a fair rating for this. It didn't get me any more excited for... Godzilla versus King Kong. I just don't think that's going to be something that I'm interested in, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, three and a half stones. Corey? I'll give it three. I'm okay with three. I, I don't think it's as bad as the movies I've given two stones to, but it's not great. It's not even on the better side of average. There are some really nice action sequences in the movie, but the tropiness and how bad Samuel L. made this movie drag for me is just, it just doesn't do it for me. Matt? I'm going to agree with Frank. I'm also going to give it three and a half stones. Uh, I like it more than 50%, but a lot of the things like bothered me, like the fact that Samuel L. Jackson is just so single-minded and his hate for a creature that he just discovered is just insane to me. I understand you need a villain, I get that, but it's just like, dude, really? Like, no one should be this dumb. But they could have just let the Skull Crushers be the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like, what I'm saying. They, could they have needed done that. to have a human bad guy, too. Well, quote they, quote, they needed to have a human bad guy, too. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just silly things, like, turn me off. But besides that, I really enjoyed it, and I liked it. And I would honestly see it again. Honestly, this movie was probably better than I expected it to be. Because I'm not a big fan of monster movies. John C. Riley played a big part in that, because he's the only... I'm going to say the only really good character in this movie, Tom Hiddleston, if they used him more and in better ways, he would have been also a good character, but everyone else's movie is kind of garbage from a character standpoint. Hot garbage. So, I'm going to give this movie three stones. Three is all right. Up in the world. Yeah, this movie, I, I feel like I wanted to go back and listen to our new Movie March preview episode. Um... You guys were a lot more amped for this movie than I was. I, yeah, I, I thought so. I thought this was one of the higher, one of my higher ones, and it like really let me down. As sometimes movies do, it's not yeah. terrible, but I just think I just thought it was going to be better. Here's the thing: movies today can can deliver a lot more because they they can promise a lot more in the trailers and deliver it now thanks to the technology. But the story still has to be there, and some movies rely too much on. The bullshit that they're making up and not enough on the plot. You still need to have a good balance. It's true. We don't want to see the strings keeping the plane aloft, but we also want to feel like the heroine is actually feeling... What about the strings on the the rocket? No, we don't want to see the rocket. 
We don't want strings on the rocket. Because what's the point? Yeah, especially if it's just going to blow up a blimp. It's just going to blow up a blimp. That's stupid. If it was like a hook shot, I would understand. Right, it was a hook shot, yeah. And he's just like... (laughs) If him and his gaggle of people climbed out afterwards with it, then yeah, it's fine. But where the fuck does the rope go, Matt? Where does it go? It attached to his It just dick, blows up. It just fucking burns. It's, it's a fucking fuse. See, no you guys didn't know. No, it wasn't. It's the fuse. You're wrong. <laughs> I didn't see sparks. <laughs> it just blew up on contact. It was a, a fucking wire fuse. The sparks oh, yeah, inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eh. <laughs> now that you put it that way, I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> this went on way longer than I intended. Oh, shameless. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? This one was you. You did this. I did do this. I blame only myself. <laughs> so here's the part of the show where we recommend what you should do in between listening to episodes of Zero's Talking Heroes. Hopefully someone has something. Which is listen to more Zero's Talking Heroes. Yes. There it is. That's Corey. It. Reconnect with an old friend. Old colleague, acquaintance, friend, whatever it is. Just um, reach out, send him a text. Say, hey, how you been? How you doing? I haven't talked to a lot of my friends from home in a while, and I uh, I just sent a text to a whole mess of them while I was at work because it was quiet, and it's kind of nice. Let your friends know you still love them. Matt, you got anything? Get rid of your soul. It's got a lot of baggage. <laughs> just <laughs> ditch it. Wow. It's got so many feelings and shit. I'm going to put music here. <laughs> put, the sad, put the sad Hulk music here. Uh, you should. That'd be awesome. That is not. Um, I everything I'm thinking about right now I've talked about, and Joe just called out Corey talking about it. So I'm gonna say, ditch yourself. You don't need it. Just dead weight. Just dead weight. Some cultures you don't even have one. Right. Exactly. You know what? That's true. Frank, I recommend that you go back and listen to our old shit. Wow. It's good. It is good. As opposed to our new shit. All our shit's good. Our new shit's good, too, but our old shit. <laughs> I like the way you glared at me. Our new shit's good, too. <laughs> Joe, recommend me something. My recommendation this week is an iPhone app, or just a mobile app. I have it on iPhone. If you're not into paying for apps, you can disregard this, but it's a game. It's called Devil's Attorney. It's $3, and I would pay that alone just to watch the intro video and the banter they have in the game between characters, because it's really well done. Okay. Give me more. Uh, it's a turn-based RPG. It's set in a courtroom setting. So it's like Phoenix... It's, it's You'd think it's like that, but it has nothing to do with actually presenting a case. You just have to defeat the evidence and the witnesses by doing enough damage to them. That's amazing. With your law skills before they destroy your case. Just YouTube it. Well, Joe, you have piqued my interest. Sold! Hopefully the you can find the intro the video, because the intro video is amazing. It's super Going 80s. To Alright, so now, new for this episode, they decided to have me pick what movie we're doing and not tell them what it is until right now. So next time, we're going to be doing Jonah Hex. Whoa! Left field, not where I thought we were going. I'm alright! I wanted to avoid another Batman one because we wanted to do DC. I'm like, we need something that's not Batman. It's hard to find a not Batman DC movie, that's fair. Yeah. Jonah Hex isn't Dark Horse? No, it's DC. Really? Yep. Sometimes the shittiest movies are the ones that are the best episodes. That's why I figured it'll break up the potentially Noted. fun movies. <laughs> Matt's like, I'm going to love this one out of principle. Yep. Megan Fox uh, is in it, so enjoy that. Hot. Um, you know what? He said he was going to like Fantastic too. 
Any of that movie? <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> He's We're gonna say that. smiling to. Oh God! Jack really went back in after that one. Hey, where can they find us? In hell. <laughs> <laughs> in addition to hell. Beep. Flame on. <laughs> Now, to get into contact with us, you can do it in so many different ways. First of which, send an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet on Twitter at zthpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or you can go to facebook.com backslash zthpodcast or search for us, Zeros Talking Heroes, in the search bar. And Zeros and Heroes both have E's to make them plural. That's for Corey. When sequel comes back, it's going to be a hot mess. I can't wait. Who's <laughs> <laughs> sequel? I can't wait to see his face. Is it weird that I'm just going to touch his face? Yes. I just want to touch him. <laughs> We're it, fine with it, but... Oh, okay. I haven't seen you in so long, it's like I'm blind. If I could touch his body, I know not sequel's body is a body like his. <laughs> Last but not least, find us on iTunes and give us a... Five-star rating if you're enjoying what you're hearing. And if you want to accompany that rating with a review, we'll read it on the air, and it'll be super awesome. Also, in addition to tweeting us, follow us on Twitter, at ZTH Podcast, because we have a shortage of those. You can always use more followers, because that's how we interact most with the people who listen to the show. We put up some polls sometimes, ask you what you want to hear, ask you for comments before an episode. All that good stuff can be found on our Twitter. Like I said, next time we're going to be doing Jonah Hex. And on behalf of everyone else, thanks for tuning in, and so long. Y'all come back now. You hear? So I have a cool story for you guys. Um...